I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for joining me this week for this week's edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. This is our spinoff show of our standout Tuesday show, The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. And in this space, it's all about how we're creating amazing client experiences for two reasons. We want to focus on increasing customer value, and we also want to talk about offering the best transformation possible for the coaches and business owners that we talk to. We want to give them a chance to spotlight what makes them unique. My guest today is Gabrielle Giuliano Delani. She is coming to me from Florida, um, and we're going to have a really, she's a former therapist as sold her practice, and now is working in executive business coaching. And we're going to talk a little bit about her container and what makes her approach unique. Um, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And you said my name perfectly. I know it's a mouthful. Or <laughs> one for me, right? Yes, exactly. So please, but please introduce yourself, if you would, to my audience. Yeah. So I'm Gabrielle Giuliano Villani. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Um, so I'm a former therapist. I had a group practice that I had built to seven figures in revenue and then decided to pivot because of my own burnout. I sold it in 2021. Um, and now I focus on working with other small business owners and entrepreneurs on preventing burnout to retain their staff and learning more about the mind body connection through polyvagal theory. Mm, polyvagal theory. I have a feeling there's going to be a question about that at some point. <laughs> so, so let's let's talk a little bit about you and your background. You're a former therapist, is that right? But those skills probably come in very handy with what you do. They really do, and it's funny because when you're in my field and you're surrounded by therapists all the time, you just are used to it and you just kind of assume that everybody knows all of these things about how to regulate our emotions and manage stress and how to work on our mindset and reframe things. And not everybody does know that. So that is important. If you happen to be a therapist who is listening to this, please know that your skills are very much needed in different areas. Um, but honestly, I, because of my own burnout, I felt very drained by doing just one-on-one -on -one therapy work. It just was not what I wanted to do anymore. Um, so I pivoted and I just, I really love doing coaching more and doing training and presenting. And I find that work more energizing for me now. And you're, you were doing quite a bit of coaching, I would imagine, as a therapist too, anyway. Is that yes. right? Yep. It does go hand in hand. Um, and so, yeah, just therapy, you know, doing that deeper work is great. I'm a trained EMDR therapist. I loved supervising new therapists, but doing just the one-on-one -on -one therapy work, you know, 25 to 30 hours a week was just not it for me anymore. Uh, I got it. I got it. So totally understand. And the coaching space has changed so much just even in the last few years. I mean, we're recording this in 2023. 
and the coaching industry has just gone, for lack of a better way to say it, a little bit bonkers. Um, and I feel <laughs> like there's going to be quite a bit of pivoting, you know, this year and that's already happening. And it's just, I think we're just getting started with that. So, so let's talk a little bit about what it is that you actually do in your coaching. Um, because as you said, the therapy work that you did was really not satisfying for you anymore. I think you, mm-hmm. if I understand you correctly, you enjoyed it and you have a skill set for it, obviously, but it just wasn't enough for you. You felt like there was something else calling to you. And I know before we got online, we talked a lot about, or we talked a little bit rather about how we're seeing so many people literally burn themselves out in business. And I think yeah. it's because, you know, the combination of in-person and online, I believe is the business of the future. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that that lends itself, if you don't pace yourself to feeling like your business is growing so fast and doing things, things are moving really quickly and you have to really step up to catch up to that. It's funny that you mentioned that because actually with one of my coaching clients yesterday, this was the exact conversation that we had. And and that's what we talked about is this person felt like his business was growing so much. And he's like, I don't want to say no. I don't want to say no to all these offers and these referrals and these clients coming in. Because if I say no, I don't know where the next one is coming from. But I can feel myself becoming resentful, which is a red flag. (laughs) And So you're right. Um, Emotions are always your evidence. Something yep. feels good if it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't feel right. One of my favorite sayings that I like to use with my clients is I can't quite put my finger on it, but I feel like something's here. Yes, I love that. And that is why it's so important is that, you know, not all of us are in tune with that. And so we get kind of caught up in our heads and our ego. And if you slow down and truly just tune in to your body and ask yourself, is this a yes or a no? Yeah, probably get an answer. (laughs) Yeah, it's very true. And how do I really feel about this right now? Do I feel like this is one more thing to use the example that your client gave you? I don't want to miss out, Mm -hmm. you know, which can come from a very lackful space if we're not careful. Or is this something that I really am feeling called to do? And, and, and I, this is how I'm going to put my mark on the world, which is a very different energy. Exactly. And it comes, just like you said, from a different place. That is more of thinking of excitement and abundance and like, this is me leveling up and pushing forward. But if you're feeling the resentfulness or you're scared, you don't want to work from that place either. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So so let's talk a little bit about your current business now. Let's talk about how you work with people. Um, because right now in the business world, it's like I just said, there's so many people that are probably starting to feel like they're burned out. Maybe they're already burned out and they're kind of taking a hiatus. I know I've seen that with some of my own clients just this summer. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering like, you know, how you would describe really the work that you do now. Yeah. So when I pivoted to doing more coaching and consulting and I knew that I wanted to specialize in burnout and I kept, you know, oh, everybody is talking about that right now. But nobody, yes, it is, (laughs) which I mean, for good reason, our world has changed a lot in the past three years. Um, But nobody was talking about it in a way that really resonated with me. And so I kind of took my own story and what helped me and put that into my coaching and consulting. And that's where the polyvagal theory comes in. Um, But everything that I do is we talk a lot about our nervous system and what's happening in our environment. And, you know, we 
a lot of things that I read or that I hear are like important things, but they're a little bit higher level, like yes, boundaries and time management, but all of that goes deeper on how we respond to our environment and how that protects our energy. So that is a lot of the work that I do. And then I, of course, blend that in with the logistics and the business coaching on scaling and selling and how to do that. Right. So, so let's, let's go back then and let's start with how does, how does our nervous system affect us in business? Start there. Okay. You ready? (laughs) I'm going to try not to go on too long of a tangent, but Again, why I care so deeply about this is because we all have one. All of us have one. We are all responding to our environment and each of us is unique and different. And why that's so important in business is because every offer that comes in, every text, every email, every client interaction, all of that stuff is being taken into our nervous system and we are responding to it. And so if you are somebody who is high stress, or burnt out, and you are working from a place of fight or flight, your prefrontal cortex of your brain, which is where we make all of our good decisions, is completely offline. So if you are pissed off or you're just in a place where you're stretched too thin, you are working from scarcity, you are using the part of your brain that can't make rational good decisions. And so that is where the problems arise. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yep, exactly. So that's coming from a fear-based survival place. And then on the opposite side, there's also our freeze response, which is also trying to protect us and protect our energy. And that's really where burnout lives. And that is, again, we have a hard time connecting with people, engaging in our environment. And there's also a lot of internal things that are happening too. So it's not just how we're feeling. But there are, you know, we know adrenaline, cortisol, all that stuff is being dumped into your bloodstream. Yep. And so if you are working in fight or flight all the time, you will get sick. You can definitely get an autoimmune disorder. And if you're in a place of freeze, you can't engage. You cannot be open and connected to what's happening around you. Yeah. So really, you're just kind of going through the motions. If that's what I'm hearing you say. It's, it's you're trying to keep your business going. If this is where you are for people listening, you're just trying to keep things going, but you're not a growing your business mm-hmm. and b showing up obviously to be your best, right? Yeah, exactly. Cause you can't, you can't, you can't engage, you can't connect. And that's, I mean, that's not really a great way of living. And it's definitely uh, going to impact your growth and your future of your business too. And your life, just generally your life. (laughs) I know. I mean, I've spent my career in the health and fitness industry. So I'm all about prevention. I'm all about, you know, you being your fit, most healthy self, right? So that you can, you know, not only, you know, grow your business to what it is that you really dream about and you desire, but that you can help the maximum number of people. Um, So, Mm -hmm. so why do you think this? idea of, well, I don't want to call it an idea, but why do you think burnout is just not only so widespread, but such an area that that people are either reading about or realizing that that's where they are? I think really COVID had a lot to do with it and the way that our world just completely changed and none of us had control over it. And every single one of us was impacted by COVID in some way. Um, And I think that it really just changed our lives and how we interact and engage with our lives. I think it forced us to slow down 
and to really say, like, is this what I want? Is this how I want to live? Do I want to keep hustling and pushing myself? And for what? And I know a lot, there were a lot of existential crises too. Like, what is the meaning of life? Why am I here? What am I meant to do? And I think that's why so many of us have tuned into that now and have pivoted to coaching. There's a lot of therapists going into coaching and really just slowing down and being more intentional with how we live. Yeah. Because I think, I think there's just the brain will just keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. And that takes energy all on its own. And if we allow that to keep going on, then it's definitely going to show up not only in our productivity and our work output, but really the results that we deliver for our clients too. Yeah, exactly. Like you, yeah. you just can't keep pushing yourself past the brink. Um, and I know myself and even a lot of my own clients too have talked about that, that like, yeah, before. I used to be able to push myself and I used to push myself through all of this. And now I'm noticing that I just don't have the energy anymore. I think we're all just feeling the effects of that and slowing down. I think just like anything else, I think you get to a point and you're, first of all, you feel like something's not quite right because our body's a phenomenal machine and has its own sets of checks and balances. Mm -hmm. And when we feel like something isn't quite working there, You know, I think if you're in that default state that I got to keep going, I don't want to, you know, I've got to pay my bills. I've got to whatever, whatever the case is, you know, it's easy just to kick into overdrive and then you get to a certain point and even that's not working anymore. Yep. And, you know, as the saying goes, if you don't pick a day to take off, your body will pick for you. And that is absolutely true. (laughs) true. That's very true. So real quick, before we talk about your how you design your experience. Because right now, what I'm picturing is, is I'm picturing a lot of people in this, you know, burned out state, for lack of a better way to say it, exhausted. Maybe they're feeling uninspired. Maybe they're wondering if there's something they're missing. You know, something's not working and I got to figure out what it is, you know, that type of mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know a lot of people listening can relate to that. But on the other hand, they've got this, you know, I've got to keep going, you know, taking a month off to find myself just isn't an option. So, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just, I'm wondering, like when you speak of polyvagal therapy, um, Mm -hmm. if you could just kind of, since you said this is really your system, can you tell us what that is? Yeah. So that is the theory that our autonomic or automatic nervous system, our vagus nerve is a big part of that is responding and taking in information from our environment and then again responding with um, ways to protect us or to connect us and taking in if there is any threats or signs of danger. And so our body has an internal uh, alarm system basically or security system that is constantly looking for cues of threats or cues of safety and responding accordingly. And a threat does not mean that somebody, I mean, it does mean this, but it doesn't always mean this. If somebody has like a knife and is coming at you, a threat could be something as simple as you getting triggered by an email or seeing something on social media. So it doesn't have to be something huge and big. And so what I do when I'm working with people is... um I love to be creative and I love doing like activities. I think it's fun. It makes it more exciting. And you're right. We don't have a month to take off and find ourselves. And even if you do that, guess what? When you get back, the shit is all still there. The emails are still there. The stress is still there. Life goes on. Life probably. Yeah. 
right? It does. And you can't control those things. So it's about finding the things that work for you to manage your stress and to introduce just moments, micro moments of calm throughout your day. And so what we'll do together when I start with people is we will do an activity where we will map your nervous system and we're going to go in deep and say, these are the things that relax me and that I enjoy and that I feel connected to. These are the things that trigger me and get me upset. And these are the things that push me into my freeze response where I'm completely shut down. And so that's kind of where I start the work there. So it's a, you're really helping people create quite a bit of self-awareness, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yep, I am. And there may or may not be things that people are really <laughs> aware of. They may know on a, you know, not maybe not on a conscious level. They just, they kind of think of it as their default setting. Well, this is what I normally do and this mm-hmm. and it's worked. So why should I make a change, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have to slow down and pay attention to that. And is that working? What are the responses that you're getting from people around you? How are you feeling about those responses? And even just um, like yesterday, I posted this on my Instagram, a really easy activity to do that, again, we don't really pay attention to is like, look where you work. How does it feel? How does it make you feel? Do you feel calm when you're at your office or do you feel really stressed? What are the things that are stressing you out? Is there clutter everywhere? Like, can you remove those things? Because that's where you're working day to day and it needs to be in a place that makes you feel productive and calm and connected. Well, and I can feel what I what I hear from a lot of the entrepreneurs that I coach and that I work with and that come on retreat with me is is that they just they're either used to being working at a certain level where they have lots of things going on. Mm-hmm. And they want to have a tricky story they've told themselves that this is the way I get the best results because it's almost like I thrive with it, which I find yeah. Very interesting. There's probably like two sides to that, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we've got people who kind of feel like they're on a hamster wheel, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like just, and it, it, which is really, you know, it all starts what, by what we're telling ourselves, right? And yes. so it doesn't change. Like we can look at the circumstances and see that the circumstances aren't changing. But at the same time, if we know that this is kind of how we operate, I can see where that can be a very overwhelming you know, something for people to absorb and and at the same time say, wow, I'm going to have to change everything. I can see where that can be a lot. Yeah, it certainly is. And there's, you know, something to be said for that too, that it's not, I like to think of it too, as it's not good or bad. It just is. And is it helpful or is it not helpful? Is it serving you? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Because one of the things that I always like to say um, to my, to, you know, any entrepreneur that I speak to and people in my programs or whatever is you get to design the business your way that works for you. Yep. And in today's world with their, the, with there being more and more people online than ever before, that's not going anywhere. That happened during Mm -hmm. COVID and it's just going to continue to get bigger. Right. But I also feel like people are really ready to get back together in person, you know, and they're already doing that. So I feel like as a business owner, you know, the challenge is how do you develop a business model with real experiences where you're able to capitalize on both in-person and online without burning yourself out, to Mm -hmm. use your word. So I I really feel like that's the challenge that's in front of us as, as business owners and coaches and entrepreneurs. Yeah, it is a challenge. And, um, it's important to think about that too, because 
online is great and I love working online and I love that I can work from home. But it doesn't matter how introverted you are, which I am super introverted, by the way. Um, yeah. You still need to connect with people. We are designed to connect and have relationships right. with people. Absolutely. And it's still, um, you know, as, or as many benefits as online gives us flexibility and timing. We're able to work from anywhere. I know mm -hmm. up until about seven years ago, my business was 100% in person. And so now I've really developed the hybrid business model that I've always wanted, but it's been a lot of ups and downs to get there, specifically navigating really what we're talking about too. Um, so I know that a lot of people listening are probably like trying to understand how is this going to work for me for the future? So let's talk a little bit about how you design your, your container. Cause I know you have a couple of programs. Isn't that right? I do. <laughs> I have ADHD, so I like to keep myself busy and I'm multi-passionate, but I found to do it in ways that work for me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you have a group program. Let's start with that. And so I've created a brand new Visionary Retreat Leaders Checklist. This is pure gold, folks. This is all stuff that I have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that I've been delivering retreats. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, it's absolutely free. You can go to my website, www.theallisonk.com. Click on the can work with me icon, work with me, which is on the left-hand side. If you go to my website and click it and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear and you can just put your email address in and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing. And I just want you to be able to have it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events. So take advantage. I would love to hear what you think. Yep. So I have a group program where we can do group coaching and that's usually in six weeks where we would do coaching together. Um, and I also do training for groups too, which I would kind of lump, in, lump into that as well. And go so in as a guest speaker, in other words, into somebody yep. else's group. Okay. Got it. Yep. Which okay. I love doing. I love doing trainings, um, and speaking engagements. Um, and then retreats, I would also call groups because that's technically a group too. Yep. Um, so I offer retreats as well. Yeah. Well, tell me about your retreat experiences. I have one coming up in January in Belize called Beyond Burnout. And yeah. so I, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I just did a site visit Belize there last week. I love that country so much. Uh -huh. um, so I really do a lot of nervous system regulation. And so when people come to these, I want them to feel safe, first of all, um, but really have space to do that deeper work that you don't have time to do on the day to day. And those are things that you can take with you. Um, so we'll be doing that activity that I was just talking about. There's a lot of other stuff that I do to learn more about our nervous system, how to regulate it. I'm also a certified sound healer. So sound healing is a really easy way to reduce stress. So we'll be doing that too. Um, and we're in Belize. So we'll be going to some Mayan ruins together and um, having small groups where we'll be discussing these things, doing guided meditations. But really, it's about 
are learning more about our nervous systems, you can take that back with you because that is the stuff that when you learn how to do that, that impacts you every day. And that's yeah. something that that's true to me. That's true self-care because you're being able to regulate yourself, know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that because I feel like, you know, if I'm being honest, a lot of retreats are not really designed like that, that I see people doing. It's almost mm-hmm. like there's just almost too much. Yeah. Happen, which really kind of defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do. Exactly. And I've been on retreats like that and it's not fun <laughs> and it feels it's too much. And that is the, we have so much in our lives every day. I want to do the opposite. So right. there's some of that work, but there's also tons of time to really just integrate everything that we're learning and truly just rest and relax so that you can have a good experience. And when you go home, you can feel restored. Wow. So, and obviously you do one-on-one work as well, which most everybody listening understands one-on-one is just different. It's more hands-on. There's just Mm -hmm. a lot more personal touches, customization, all of that. So what, um, what are some of the challenges that you found in, you know, helping your clients get really the transformation and the value that they're expecting? Because what, what I'm picturing is, is, you know, a overstressed, overworked, overscheduled business owner knowing that they need the help, but it's a tricky thought to wrap their head around that I've got to make time to be in a group mm-hmm. with somebody and I got to make time to go out of town, which yeah. really, I don't know that I can really do. So how how are you able to navigate that and help people really get the result that they they know they need? It's not an issue of whether or not you need to tell them that they need it, but <laughs> yes. they, it's literally like they have to give themselves permission to do it. How do you navigate that? Yeah, that's a great question because that's exactly what it is. They do need to give themselves permission and that's very difficult. And people also think, well, I've been functioning this way for so long, like whatever, I don't really need to do this. I don't really need to change. But you have to be the one to make that conscious effort. And it is a conscious effort. And nothing changes if nothing changes. And so do you want to live a life where you're creating your dream life and you're running your business exactly how you want to and you're happy and you're engaged and connected? Or do you want to be disconnected and angry and shitty? Yeah. I don't want to live like that. But so and that is, you know, from my I I I I don't think that people consciously want that for themselves either. No, they don't. (laughs) But I mean, it's kind of like, you know, people are talking out of both sides of their mouth. Yeah, I know I need to do it, but it's not the right time or what, you know, just Mm -hmm. whatever false belief they're telling themselves. So what kind of challenges do you have when you get people over into a group or a retreat or whatever and, and helping to get them the transformation that they're really looking for? Yeah, I think the most difficult thing is learning to slow down. Because a lot of us don't do that, especially if you're an entrepreneur, right? Like we're always, we're hustling, we're doing a million different things. Yeah, exactly. And so having to slow down and to pay attention is difficult. But when you do that, it's, it truly is transformational. It does change your life because you're here in the now and you're present and you are enjoying everything that's happening around you and you're being involved in it instead of just kind of watching it from afar. Yeah. How do you navigate that though with people when you finally get them over? And, you know, the tendency, because we all operate on programs, the tendency is to 
oh my gosh, I've got, I'm thinking about this. How do you really get them to focus and be present? I can see that being a big obstacle, which is why. (laughs) Yeah, it is a really big obstacle. And I can say that from personal experience too, because like I said, I also have ADHD. And so I'm not in my body a lot. I'm in my head a lot and I'm not paying attention to these cues. And so it's really that nervous system mapping is like my foundation for everything because what works for me isn't going to work for you. So let's slow down and let's talk about it. And, you know, when, because I hear this a lot too, like, you know, even in therapy, when somebody would get triggered and they would be like, oh, I went from zero to 60. I'm like, you, you did, but you didn't. There are red flags that were happening and we need to hone that down a little bit and see what those red flags are. And so let's talk about the pain points and the problems that you're having and weave in this nervous system work because it's all interconnected. Yeah. So as a business owner, what challenges do you have with running your group or planning your retreat or whatever? Because I would imagine that you're probably balancing a lot of things at the same time. (laughs) I am. And I have really found that I need to tune into myself. And so I know my own red flags. I know that, um, like, for example, I was in Costa Rica speaking at a conference about this exact topic earlier this year. And I always get a little nervous when I have to do public speaking. And so that was me and my fight or flight. But I needed that energy to push me through my presentation. And then I knew that after that, I was going to be totally done. And I even told people, I was like, don't talk to me today because I can't do any more socializing. I'm going to be at the pool with my headphones on and I don't want to talk to you because I need to reset and regroup and then I can be more engaged with you tomorrow and we can talk. Um, so I know that about myself. I know that I, again, have ADHD. I'm neurodivergent and I'm introverted. And so I have a limit on how much socializing and how many meetings I can have. So I purposefully schedule myself like that. And I pay attention when I start feeling a little tired or something starts to feel really difficult. I ask myself, what's happening right now? And usually it's that I'm tired and I just need a break for a little bit. Yeah. So you're just, you're really having to exercise those boundaries, it sounds like. Yes, which is very difficult. (laughs) And it's, you know. (laughs) For all of us. It is. And I have to remind myself that. As good as we can get with the boundaries. We can still find that they're being tested and pushed. Yes. And that is, that is the test, right? Is can I hold to them when they are being pushed? And sometimes I don't. And that's fine. That happens. But I really try to be intentional about that. I pick things. I do things in my business that feel good to me and that I like doing. Um, well, what things do feel good in your business? Tell me that. I love retreat work. I love doing anything where I can be on video and be creative. So that's why I like podcasts. I like creating content. And I do get energized by the one-on work, one-on-one work too, because now I am in a position where, you know, people come to me who are a good fit. And if they're not, then I would refer them to somebody else. So I truly only work with my ideal clients. Yeah. So you've really got that tightened down, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are some of the, and obviously this is, you know, a good way for us to wrap up is tell me about some of the amazing wins that you've had, not just from, let's talk about like from your client's perspective too, because I would imagine that helping people navigate, you know, the not just the whole burnout thing, but helping them, bringing them more awareness 
so Mm -hmm. that they kind of have like, you know, checks, a system of checks and balances really is what's coming to my mind that they can actually implement themselves instead of just talking about it. I I would imagine that's very satisfying. It is very satisfying. And I love when I get to hear those stories. Um, I guess one, like one example is one of my coaching clients who we just finished. Um, and then she sent me an email recently and she said, you know, cause a lot of our work was the nervous system stuff that I was just talking about and boundaries were a really big thing. And she's like, I just, you know, a potential client called me and at first I was like, oh, I need to take them because I'm feeling a little, you know, low on funds right now and I have space for more clients. But she said, you know, there were a lot of things she was saying that just didn't sit well with me and I knew it wasn't a good fit. And so I had like the devil on my shoulder being like, no, take them. You need the money. She's like, but I was able to tune into myself, my intuition, my nervous system and know that this was not a good fit for me. And I was able to say no and I protected my energy. And then, of course, because it always works this way, somebody else came along who was a great fit. And she was able to fill that spot with somebody else who was better. And so even though that sounds really small, all the small stuff adds up. And so oh, absolutely. I totally make those little micro shifts. You are changing the trajectory. And I love that. I also love it when someone just reflects to you organically, you know, Mm -hmm. and however many words or what, however they're explaining it to you, she's really reflecting back to you. This is why you do what you do. Yep. Oh, I love it. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. That it's like that, right? Like that is just changing the world one little small step at a time. I love yeah. it. <laughs> that's that's really what business is. It's yeah, changing lives one at a time and really celebrating and savoring all those small wins too because I think we're conditioned to look for the big wins and yes. really like celebrate those, but we forget that all the big wins are made of the little ones too. And the little ones are just as important, if not more, I think. They are. And when you celebrate those, like even just talking about this right now, I felt so good telling you that story. And those are the little things that, again, they engage the vagus nerve. They make us relax. They make us connected. They make us engaged. And so uh, that is one of my tips for everybody. Always celebrate the wins, no matter how small. When I sell, I have an Etsy shop for therapists. When I sell a little template, that's $9.99. I do a fist bump and I'm like, yes, I'm so excited because I am excited. It's amazing. (laughs) Well, and everybody, everybody is going to, everybody's going to kind of navigate their journey a little bit different. Yeah. For someone who buys the, the inexpensive template, for example, and they're like, this is the system that I can use. It's like, you know, it might, it might be smaller than say somebody else's, you know, barometer, but the point is, is that it works for them. So exactly. That's really what you want to be doing. Yep, exactly. Awesome. Where can people find you? You can find me at GabrielleGiulianoVellani.com. I'm on Instagram at GJV Consulting. And then LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok are all Gabrielle Giuliano Villani. So your full name is, is on LinkedIn and TikTok, you said, right? And Facebook yep. is... And Facebook, yep. I think I'm the only one out there. It's a big one. So <laughs> I have a I have a long name too. So I can yeah. So your website again, Gabriella Gabrielle Giuliano dot com, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then GV Consulting is what you are on Instagram. Yep, GJV Consulting on Instagram. GJV Consulting. Okay, got it. JV yeah. Consulting. Okay. 
Is there anything that anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap up? I don't think so. I think we covered a lot. I hope this is helpful for your listeners to think about things from a different lens and start to consider how important the mind-body connection really is. Yeah. So can you offer just an actionable tip then for anyone listening? My tip is to do something a couple of times a day that truly engages your vagus nerve. So whatever makes you feel calm and happy, if that's looking at a picture of your kids on your phone or petting your dog or getting up and moving your body a little bit, make sure that you schedule those things throughout your day because you need those little micro moments of glimmers. They're really yeah, important. little breaks too. Yeah. I, I coach on that a lot. Like I, I tell my clients to set their phones or wh- whatever device they're using every hour and take give yourself a five-minute break. Yep. It is great advice. It's so it's small, so but it, it, all those, all those breaks add up and it's, it's, it, it, it can be the different because it's a difference maker. It totally is. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me today and chatting. It was, it was great to, to hear your perspective and also to hear you share what it is that you're putting out in the world. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And. Folks out there listening, if you want to connect with Gabrielle, you can find her links in the show notes. Just scroll down and you'll find her website, GabrielleGiulianoVellani.com. You can find her Instagram handle and Facebook, LinkedIn, everything that she said. You'll just scroll down and find it right there. If you're feeling um, inspired, feeling like you would like to connect and learn more about her work or her retreats, then you can find all that information there. And if you are in the business of client experiences, if you believe that you, if you will not, if you believe, if you would like to share your story and talk about how you get people, not just amazing results, but how you actually navigate transformation with increasing customer value, then we definitely want to talk to you. Please connect with me on my website at www.theallisonk.com and we can start the booking process to feature you and your work in this world. If this episode has been really helpful for you, if you feel like you have a friend or a business colleague who you think would really benefit from it, then just copy the link and send it to them as a free gift. And if you like, you can connect with me or someone on my team if you go to my site and we'll be glad to do that for you because this is how we create a movement. This is how we create change. And this is how we learn to do things different in the world. And this is exactly why this show and my other show are always ranked in the top 100 in the world because of people like you who are sharing, who are downloading, subscribing, sharing episodes with friends. This is what it's all about. This is Allison Katzkowski with Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. That's what we've got for you this week. We'll see you on the next episode. 